Y'all, come on in here. Hey, what's up, everybody, man? You are now tuned in once again uh, to the Kingdom Hour Show. We welcome you back. We welcome you back, man. It's always a blessing, a privilege, and an honor to be amongst uh, great people, right? Great people, such as the ones that are here, as such as the ones that uh, that are that are there online with us. But hey, we gonna come on in the room, man. Don't forget to go tell a friend to tell a friend, invite a friend. Y'all come on in, and we about to get straight to it because we have a lot of ground to cover. We got a lot of ground to cover, man. We have a very special guest in the house tonight, man, on Dr. Tashonda Jonah, right? And I like how she had did did it one time, man. She said the joy in her. Mm. I don't know if y'all saw that, but I, I caught that the they joy in her. So we gonna uh, give on uh, Dr. <laughs> Jonah an opportunity to uh, introduce herself. But before we do that, man, we just really wanna um, <clears throat> welcome you once again. We are back here in season three of the TKHS, and of course here on the TKHS, this isn't just a typical Bible study or podcast show. We actually focus on attacking the natural as well as the spiritual to bring that balance that we need so we can live in life. So before we get started, man, I want to go ahead and give a huge shout out to our sponsors and supporters, Miss Mamie Sweet Treats, Destiny Shine Records, All Creek Construction, uh, Kingdom Life Central, and of course, man, we have some new, some new um, sponsors that, that's kicking in right now, man. As you guys can see across the bottom, the I Am Available program, man. So we most definitely wanted to um, put them out there like that. Then, of course, we have the SOS brand by um, Big Zilla. A uh, huge salute to him. Also, man, we have we have Dabs, Dabs Houston. Okay. We have Dabs Houston, man, located at 5826 Martin Luther King Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77021. Dabs Houston is a resale retail clothing store where the resale items are in Immaculate condition. Yes, Amen. immaculate condition, yeah. man. Dabs Houston opens at on uh, from Tuesdays to Saturdays, 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. Then it reopens at 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. So y'all, hey, check it out. The number for Dabs Houston is 281-407-1525. So y'all tap in with Dabs Houston, man. Go in there and, and, and touch some of that immaculate material that's in there also man i don't want nobody to forget nobody to forget about the lifeline project from yours truly j dab j dab and j dab ministries the lifeline project has 14 amazing tracks on it that's speaking to everyday life it is available right now it is available right now tap into www.jdabministries.org and hey let's get this project in your hand all right with that being said Let's rock and roll. <laughs> Dr. Jonah, how are you this evening? I am great. I am great. Come on, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, hello, hello, hello. My name is Dr. Tashonda Joyner. I'm I'm just elated to be here. I am a counselor. I am a I have a doctorate in psychology. I guess that's why you called me. <laughs> <laughs> I am a mental health advocate. I believe in um, dealing with issues right in front of you so that you can live a healthy and whole life. Um, I've been in education for 25 years. Um, I work with children. Children, youth are my passion. Um, my goal is to make an impact somehow mm -hmm. to everyone that comes across me. Anyone, anyone who meets me, I want to make sure that I make an uh, impact um, on them, um, 
by supporting, helping, if it's a kind word, a kind gesture, anything like that. Um, my, my, my heart also is for um, people who are in transition. I'm not going to say homeless mm -hmm. because, you know, sometimes people just need a break. Right, right, and right. And so I, have, I, I do have a, a care home. And I have my mentor here who is, uh, you know, helping me with, with, with some projects. And so I am a serial entrepreneur. Serial. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to go ahead and throw that in. Um, I have a counseling practice, um, Impactful Minds. See my shirt? Impactful Minds. Impactful yes, Minds. Yes, I want to make an impact somehow in my community. Okay. And so that's why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. I, um, I'm really big on community service just supporting the cause and whatever that cause may be. Right. I'm not all over the place. My focus has always been children, youth. So anything that can that I can do that can support them and their families. Mm -hmm. And so Okay. Man, that's 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 right in the vein of where <laughs> we are. Uh last week's show we talked about on um, creating change within the community. Uh, everything that you just described actually promotes change within the community. And so tonight, tonight we actually want to dive into uh, mental health in our community uh, because there is a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say, how can I say it? I believe there's a lack of light shown upon mental health within our communities. And being that we are a church, we are in a church, uh, and we are the church community, you know, a lot of times in, in a lot of times in many people's lives, we figure like we can just go there and pray on that and, and pray that out, you know. <laughs> and so we want to address that tonight, you know, dealing with mental health issues in our community, because this is one thing that I've learned um, in dealing with the community is that a lot of things aren't changing because there is a blockage, mm -hmm. you know, hey, the church piece is A1, you know, you have to be spiritually sound, you have to build on spiritual foundation uh, for anything to really uh, last mm -hmm. in your natural life. Because in our natural life, we can go and get anything started, but in order for it to be sustained, it has to be built on something solid. And I believe that that's a spiritual foundation. So tonight we want to dive into and talk about the mental health issues uh, within our community and how they actually hinder hinder us from progression and hinder us from um, building uh, each other. Okay. And so with that being said, I'm gonna ask the first question. And uh, <clears throat> my first question is, how do you identify someone that's ha that has a mental health issue and not someone that's just uh, 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 struggling from something else. How do you identify a mental health issue? Well, first of all, you can't, sometimes you can't see it. Mm -hmm. And so um, when you start dealing with someone who has mental health uh, issues, it's usually a history. Okay. Or you see, or, or there's some background. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of individuals deal with uh, adverse childhood trauma. Mm. And we're, we're, as adults, we're walking around here dealing with, my daddy left me. Mm -hmm. my, my mom was abusive. Grandpa was an alcoholic. Uncle Joe touched me. Mm. And so we hide it. Mm -hmm. And we mask it until we become older. And then there's a trigger. Something happens mm. to set us off. Okay. Right? So because we didn't deal with the issues, you you can't look at a person and say, oh, that person has mental mental health issues. Mm -hmm. It's not until something happens, unless they have, they're struggling with schizophrenia mm -hmm. or they're struggling with, um, you know, things that you can see. Mm -hmm. Bipolar, they're, they're up, down, they're mantic, mm -hmm. they're happy one minute, one moment, and then they're, Sad they're, the they're sad the next. Mm -hmm. um, you have those highs and those lows. But a lot of that comes from childhood. A lot of our kids that are diagnosed with ADHD, mm -hmm. AD, ADD, oppositional defiant disorder, a lot of our uh, kids, they got to grow up. Right, right, right. And they become adults. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get treatment, per se, 
then they're going to grow up and those disorders are going to turn into something else. Okay. We hear depression. We hear, um, you know, adults that just don't deal with authority because they didn't deal with the issues mm -hmm. when they were younger, when thing, when the trauma occurred. Mm -hmm. So they just mask it. And then we have people that come to church or they, this is what they do, or they get in trouble. Then they go to jail. Then they find Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then they become pastors, ministers, and all of that, hmm. which is an amazing thing. However. They bring that with them. Yes. So really, um, the issue is really, is, is it goes on into being unresolved issues unresolved that you issues. pretty much um, cover up as you grow. And so you mentioned the um, ADD and the ADHD situation, you know. Um, so like. Back, I know that back in the day, like Pastor Williams, maybe back in your um, when you was growing up, maybe when you was growing up, man, y'all ever heard of the ADHD and the ADD? Was that really a major thing? Because when I was growing up, that wasn't a major thing because, man, they would really put hands on us. Right. We had the paddle, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had the paddle. Okay. If you're late, you're going to get three pops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um, they call that corporate punt corporal punishment back okay. then but it helped us mm -hmm. um a lot of times our kids it's the food that they eat okay um even i'm gonna have to break it down okay so this is just a different generation mm -hmm. when we were coming up our kids our our, our parents they kind of took better care of themselves but then crack jumped on the scene mm -hmm. drugs jumped on the scene so we're seeing the grandchildren of the crack babies mm. that's in the schools. Okay. Right? Okay. So we have all of these kids that are diagnosed with ADHD, ADHD autism. Mm -hmm. You see that? We got McDonald's going on, chemicals going in that. Mm -hmm. We're not cooking the way Big Mama Nelm used to cook. Fact. <laughs> Fact. We're not we're not doing those things. So the generation changes. It's mm -hmm. changed. So um a lot of our kids are are struggling because it's genetic. It was things that we eat. What right. you put in your body, that's that's what you're gonna get out. We don't know the long term effects of the things that we ate, the drugs that mm -hmm. you know that, that we took. Okay. But now we have these kids and what do we do with them? That's that's a good that's a good point right there. And I, I, you went there um because now now you're actually tapping into uh it's this is a spiritual form now because these are actually spirits mm -hmm. that the children are dealing with. Mm -hmm. And I'm re I'm reminded that in 1 Samuel uh, 16 and 14 um with King Saul and how he was afflicted and tormented by an evil spirit mm -hmm. uh, which um <clears throat> which we would term nowadays as mental illness. Yes. And yes. so the mental issues of life they didn't just come from somewhere but you know as it trickled down and i mean it, it it can go it can go way way deep you know in in regards to generational curses and uh bondage and being held in bondage uh mm -hmm. longer so now some of the things that 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 we've done as parents man that's why i thank god for forgiveness mm -hmm. um because some of the things that we've done as parents if you didn't reap uh from that that's going to be repaid somewhere, somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so we even see that even in the scripture that mental illness has been a part of life. Mm -hmm. From since, the beginning. Uh -huh. From the beginning. Come on. And I brought, <laughs> I brought a resource here. I have, um, I just, my, my um, professor, Dr. Alan Cote, he has a wealth of knowledge and he shares, he's always sharing resources, mm -hmm. right? So I have this resource here and it's called The Christian's Guide to Psychological Terms. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it's broken down everything that's in the DSM-IV. And, and that's just a diagnostic uh, book that tells us what depression is, what schizophrenia is, what bipolar is. It's... It started here. Right, right. Nothing new under the sun, right? Absolutely not. So what we've done is, in society, we put a name to it mm -hmm. so that people can feel better. Now I have a diagnosis 
now I can go take a pill. Mm -hmm. They didn't have pills in the Bible. Right. Remember the, the gentleman that was tormented and when Jesus woke up and, I mean, walked up mm -hmm. and he was like, oh my God, who is that? Yeah. Because those spirits were residing in him. Mm -hmm. And when he, yeah. Mm -hmm. And when he cast them out and they all went into the pigs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When he cast them out, he was like, what, what do I do now? Right. He's made me whole now. Mm -hmm. So what do I do with that? Go tell the people. Hmm. Who set you go, free? Go tell them. Right, so right. So it's possible you don't need a pill. You don't need medicine mm -hmm. all the time. You have to have that encounter. Yeah. And that's why the church is here. But a lot of people are walking around. Uh, they're not dealing with the issue. Mm -hmm. Remember, Jesus was head on. Well, let, let, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about today's time, because let's be honest. With this pill comes a check. That, and there you have it. That's why we have all of these kids diagnosed mm -hmm. so that their families can benefit from those those disorders. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, so that... It's unfortunate because, you know, parents don't do their research. It's a lot that the kids lose. They can't they can't join the military. Mm -hmm. They have mental disorders. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, I, I think I believe that it goes a little bit further than that too, because like now, now, because in in a lot of our families, um, where we grew up, <laughs> where, where we grew up, you know, they teach us how to secure a check. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so it's like even with riddling uh, for a child, you know what I'm saying? The child literally, well, not literally, but actually has to take this medicine, and then once they go to the doctor to be tested, that medicine has to be found in their system, and so on and so forth. But that does something. But like you said, you know, no one looks at the projection as to what's at stake mm -hmm. uh, further down as the child grows up. Yeah. So dealing with the mental disorder is like, okay, bam, I'm going to get a check. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a check. And, you know, and people may be wondering, well, what does this have to do with, 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 with Scripture? This has everything to do with it because, there is, like you said, there is nothing new that's under the sun. And so there are many people, many characters from the Scripture that has dealt with mental mental illness, mental, illness, mental uh, disorders. And so, so we can identify it. And so especially with talking about creating a change within our communities, because let's be honest, People such as yourself, uh, you have we have a lot of 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 I'm trying to get the word. Um we have a lot of uh group homes. Yes. We have a lot of group homes within our communities. But there aren't a lot of people such as yourself, such as um Pastor Bello. Uh, who has a genuine concern for the betterment of the individual mm -hmm. in their group home. So what part does that play? Because if I have a genuine concern from you for you and you get better, then what, what I'm going to do about... It's big business. Exactly. It's, it's big business. First of all, the pharmacy, pharmaceuticals, that's big business. Mm -hmm. So if I keep this person taking this medication... Then I'm everybody gets paid, mm -hmm. but all we need to allow individuals to have a voice, mm -hmm. and that's what happens. We know that sometimes our, you know, you have to deal with children who are uh, who are difficult mm -hmm. or may have challenge. Back in the day, oh, he, oh, he's so bad. You know, we would say that and we would brush it off. Mm -hmm. When in actuality, the just hyperactive. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, and we're going to let kids be kids. However, when you take them to the doctor, get the check, keep that going. Mm -hmm. At what point, because when they become teenagers, they don't like taking the medication anymore because it makes them feel like they're zombies. Right, That's what right, I've heard right, the right, kids right. describe them at. By then, we in it. Mm-hmm. We, we, we going. Mama getting that, used to getting that check. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying um, that some some kid, I'm not against, I'm not anti, you know, medication. medication. Mm -hmm. Some of them do need a, a, a Skittle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some of them she do need. Skittle. <laughs> some, some of them do. Mm -hmm. However, not all, 
I don't believe all the Not children. All. I believe that um, I, I hear uh, young people coming in saying that they're depressed. Mm -hmm. I never heard that when I was in in middle depressed. Let, let's talk I about that. I didn't pay bills. Let's, I was good. Let's talk about that because <laughs> depression is a major a major state mm -hmm. right today where we are. So many young people they are dealing with depression. The the, st the stem of it is anger. Anger. Man. Anger. I didn't get what I want. I wasn't satisfied. So I'm going to stay in a sad state of mind. Mm. And when you stay, when you stay in a sad, sadness is a, a natural emotion. Right. We get disappointed. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you stay in the sadness, it turn for long periods of time, then it turns into depression. If you remain there. If you remain so, in that place. So that's the yes. same way on a spiritual note. So if you remain in a saddened state. Uh, it, 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 it grows and it, it transitions into depression. Yes. So the same way if you stay in a spiritual desolated place, mm -hmm. it grows into a spiritual wilderness. Yes. And so therefore, the longer you Just remain in something, yeah. Just the, term. the longer it. you remain in something, the harder it is to come out of it. it. But you can come out of it. But it's possible. Absolutely. It, you can come out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You have to have, God gives us free will. He does. He gives us, we're, we're free thinkers. Mm-hmm. So if you are determined to do something, mm -hmm. you're going to do it. Right. If you're determined to come out of sadness, depression, um, it, it anything that you're dealing with, if mm -hmm. you have that determination, mm -hmm. it's up to you to do that thing. Right. It's not up to anybody else. You have to put in, are there people that encourage you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, there's people to, to guide you and support. This is what I did when I went through that. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have a lot in, in our churches. We have people that have gone through similar situations. Yeah. We overcome. They came out, exactly. Mm -hmm. They they overcame. Mm -hmm. And so, let me walk with you. Yeah. That's yeah. what they say. Let I, me share I my don't testimony. Have, I'm sorry. I don't have church etiquette. Mm -hmm. I didn't. <laughs> you fine. I didn't. I didn't become a full fledged Christian until I was in in college. So <laughs> <laughs> you fine. And 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 that, that that's the piece. And if you guys have any questions, if anybody that's watching that wants to call in, you can call in to three four six three two four five nine three eight. Again, that's three four six three two four five nine three eight. Maybe you're dealing with something right now, and all the pastor do is tell you to go pray about it. Go pray about it. Go pray Where about it. God's gonna deliver you. God's gonna deliver you. Go. And absolutely, God can, and He wants to set you free. But what are you doing to be set free? And not only what are you doing to be set free, what are you doing to remain free? Yes, that's right. it. Come on, we have a question from the audience. Uh, my thing is this: like I've been listening to everything about the. Um, mental illness and all this, but like autism. Mm -hmm. For us, they are bending the rules against us because the measles, mumps, rubella shot cause autism in black kids that if you take the shot before you're two years old. Mm. See, we was talking about pharmacy is big money, mm -hmm. but it's a whole nother fight when you got people fighting against certain people. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's a whole nother fight. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of stuff that we diagnose children with mm -hmm. ain't always the right diagnosis. Right. Call a bad kid, a kid that's active, and we'll put them on some stuff, and then it'll transform them into something. Yeah, but it actually, it actually, you put them on something or give them something, and it actually pacifies the child for that moment mm -hmm. and gives you a break. Mask it. Yeah. It gives you a break as a parent. But once again, we neglect to look at the the outcome yeah. of what's going to actually take place. You had something? Yes. So you said autism. So I have this book. Who? Um, it's a it's a, it's for us. It's a Christian book, and it tells you any disorder you would want to know. So this disorder you said autism, right? So the definition is very obvious difficulty just interacting with others that manifest in early childhood. Prior to age three, impaired verbal and nonverbal communication skills and preoccupation with uh, specific rep repetitive behavior, routines, okay? To be diagnosed with, 
with autistic disorder, the child must display all three types of behavior and the manifestations must be persistent and debilitating. Mental retardation occurs in 75% of individuals with autistic disorders. So we have that description, right? Then we have uh, different examples of autistic behavior. They, they like routines. They're nonverbal. If you change, if you switch it up, they're going to have some, some issues with that, right? So it's, this is what the Bible says about it, okay? So it says, most cases of autistic uh, disorder have evidence of brain damage. However, parents should be encouraged to train their child in the, in the, in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Though the child may be slow in responding, their only hope in the obedience is scriptural parenting commands, prayer, and trust in the faithfulness and power of God. Faithful, pers persistent, consistent biblical parenting will bear good fruit, even in a child in a child with severe autistic behaviors. Autistic behaviors will require creative, individualized application of biblical principles so the foundation what you what you spoke about mm -hmm. so you can pray about it but that's not going to go away because it has everything to do with your what mental state with your brain so some things we can't pray out you got to work at it it just is what it is just like we have we we have kids that are born with um let um, name some type of crippling uh, disease or something. Mm -hmm. We can believe, we can pray, but sometimes that's just we just have to. That's what God gave us, mm -hmm. right? For whatever reason, this is the this is the person that I have, right? They they may not grow up to be to live a normal life, but we want to give them the best quality of life. So we still have to be those godly parents. Mm -hmm. We still have to do that. So on the autism spectrum, it can go either way. But that has everything to do with the brain. In our case, in, in, when we're dealing with mental health, we're dealing with individuals who are stuck in a, in a, in a state, mm -hmm. in a state of mind. Like when you start dealing with, um, it's all kind of stuff in here. Um, delusional disorders, and I'm just gonna name a few. Um, that childhood distant, uh, that, that word is too big. Uh, uh, like caffeine intoxication. That's us. We drink the coke. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's some some stuff we do. Yeah, yeah. Some things we actually do do, and um, I think that. I think that on a spiritual note to, you know, just to provide the balance, it's like we, we can't deny because sometimes as, as spiritual folks, we try to deny the natural occurrence of what things really are. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that um, spiritually speaking, you know, um, I believe that God's spirit will give us instructions as to how to deal with any particular situation. And so now that actually boils down to your obedience. Mm -hmm. Or you're Absolutely. going to apply, you know. So if God says X, Y, and Z, if the Spirit says X, Y, and Z, uh, are you really going to do it? Or are you going to depend upon what someone uh, with a higher degree has said and, and so on and so forth? But my next question is to say, you had said it, you had said it, um, but I forgot. But how do we identify when, when someone is not actually crazy and they're playing? It's a... It <laughs> First of all, okay, so we're in church, so we're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of it comes from, stems from sin. Yeah. And, th and this is what it was. You said that uh, now the, a lot of the children, uh, they don't want to take uh, the medication. Mm -hmm. But so if you, if you realize that this medication keeps you in a, a distorted state, and so, but you still want to get that check, so now you got to go in and get in your act. Yes. And we're teaching the kids 
how to scam, 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 lie. Okay. Cheat the system. Mm-hmm. And then what does that create? That's the onset of, of full-fledged criminals. Mm. Manipulative. Mani- a spirit of manipulation. manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and that's what I want because I'm reminded of First uh, Samuel chapter 21, verse 12 through 15, what David had to play had to play like he was he was crazy right mm-hmm. in order for them not to kill him you see what mm-hmm. i'm saying and so like in society period it's like how can we build a community how can we build a kingdom um how can we go forth with the works of the lord when we have to deal with these particular types of issues first of all we can't be embarrassed to talk about it like okay. more people have to create this like for example um i'm doing my my first it's been on my heart i'm doing a mental health awareness walk okay so and they do uh lupus Mm -hmm. they do breast cancer they do diabetes they do heart nothing pretty much on mental health awareness I don't understand why that's a negative stigma. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, just like we have a spiritual side, we have a, a side where we have to deal with the things in our mind. We yeah. have to be able to, to cope. Yeah. We have to be able to deal with them. We have people that are, there's a movie out there called A, Bre- a Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was a, you, you heard about that movie? Uh-huh. The man's smart, intelligent, mathematician. Mm-hmm. But he had issue yeah. in his mind yeah so when you don't create the platform or you don't allow people to have that open for everybody can't afford a counseling mm-hmm. or to go to a doctor so they come to the church right right right, right? and, and they, not to cut you off mm-hmm. please please keep that thought <laughs> because i have to ask this question at this particular point why and i want to hear from the people who are here and those that are online as well uh, don't forget, you can call in at 346-324-5938. Why is it so hard for a believer to have these type of conversations? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why, don't nobody want to admit anything is wrong, either with themselves or either with their child. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I know there's a thing called a uh, personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it deals with, you know, thoughts of somebody else that you want to kind of like either live that type of lifestyle. So you go into that mindset like y'all talked earlier. You know, it's just things that's being said, things that, you know, we, we you know, we're so transparent on certain things. You got to do this here, do this here, and do that to get this. Mm-hmm. In the midst of talking about certain things, we start putting our mindset to say, I got to be a hustler, you know, and then before you know it, your whole mind didn't change because you done took something that was said and actually put it into reality. Mm, so okay. now they, they get it mixed up. They get it mixed up with church as far as doing the things spiritually, and then they do things, you know, in the flesh. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they don't know how to define them, both, you know, the, the two. Mm-hmm. So what happened, like you said, if there's no platform to talk about it, nobody's not going to be comfortable to come out, you know, and to say what they're going through or what their child is going through because they don't want nobody knowing that their child is, you know, is going through something. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Come on. Um, in church, sometimes we can be uh, deep and wonderful. I'll say it again. So in church, deep and wonderful. Deep Everything is a spirit. Mm-hmm. Everything is a spirit. Sometimes at church, we forget to address natural. Mm-hmm. The natural man state. Yeah. yeah. You know, we act like man don't come in a three-part demon. Mm-hmm. And so we got to be able to address, address every portion of man. Mm-hmm. And um, because when we see stuff manifest, we, we tend to say it's a spirit, it's a, it's a demonic spirit. And another another thing that uh, people don't like to address is, is, is when you start dealing with medicine, the word pharmaceutical, when you start it's dealing Greek. with it, it's like a witch's doing yeah, witchcraft. It's witchcraft. And mm-hmm. so, so people really don't want to deal with that. Um, the natural thing, because they're saying regardless of what is what, what the medicine is producing, they still cooking up a witch's brew. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's kind of difficult to find a balance between what's spiritual and what's natural. Mm-hmm. My mom, one of my sons was, was 80, pronounced with ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I was in prison at the time. When I came home, he told his mama, he got to about 12, 13, he said, my mom's not taking it no more. Mm-hmm. Because 
because it's spacing me out and zooming yep. me out where I can't respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, she was looking at me sideways. I said, listen, you can unbend your chick. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with that boy. You getting a check. And so you put them on this for the check. I already know what the deal is. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as he got off of it, he started responding real, 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 real well. And I told him, I said, if he ain't tripping, he ain't taking it. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. the love of, see, the Bible said that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. That mm -hmm. means even if you got to poison your child to get it. Yeah. You're poison yeah. your child to get it. Yeah. Wow. And so you, you say, um, so really... And, and I like that, that that answer too, because really, in a lot of times in church, mm -hmm. we forget that it's a three part being, yeah. and we only want to talk about one part. Mm -hmm. And because it's like, man, you you have to teach the people how to live in life, you know, because bills get to rushing in money not coming in as fast as the bills coming in. You've grown accustomed to this particular way of life. And so now you have to do whatever you have to do. And but what I'm saying is the spiritual side and like what we've been talking about, we've been talking about work versus prayer, mm -hmm. never to neglect prayer. But you can't hide behind prayer when it's time to work. It's time to work. You see what it's I'm saying? Roll up your sleeves. It's, it's, time to, it's time to put some action mm -hmm. with your faith. And so he said that um, uh, um, Pastor Gwen was talking about the personality disorders and everything. Uh, you were talking about we in church tend to neglect dealing with the, the totality of man because the word of God says that so as it is in the natural, so it is also in the spiritual because the natural came before the spiritual. Any, anything in the back, anything in the back? Well, what do you guys say, say about the mental issues, the mental health issues? Anything over here to my left? You know, that's a lot of times what we do. Uh, like growing up, you when I when when I was growing up, I had family members and friends, kids that was on medicine for different reasons or whatever. But I think it's up to so it it, it depends on what type of mind state the parents are in. Because okay. like even my cousin and my I have a nephew that has autism. If you when my brother's girlfriend was pregnant, a good parent noticed something that's wrong with their mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's more so like, as a parent, you notice the things that's wrong with your child, and then you step, you go apart to it. Like, if you see your son isn't responding like your other kids was, not saying that all kids respond on a high level, then you take your child to the doctor. Cause like autism is, is different spectrum. So yeah. it's like, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's different uh, levels to autism. And it's up to the parents to really say, okay, my child needs help in this situation. Let me talk to a doctor and get the certain help. And then you have some parents that just like, I'm going to get him on this medicine. Uh, Tamika told me this doctor over here put him on some medicine. <laughs> and I can give a check. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, really, it's like, it's up to you. If I'm going to be a good parent to make sure my child is getting the adequate amount of help that he needs, mm -hmm. then I'm going to take him to the doctor compared to I just need a check. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's different. You know, it's, it's it, more so of the parents. And then the teacher, some schools, they'll pick it up. You know, mm -hmm. and then you got to work, you got to look at the type of parent. <clears throat> some parents get mad if you mention, I think you need to go get your child some help because he's lacking in these areas. So it's, you have to work, uh, look at how I can give the information to the parents so that they can give the child the, the help that they need. Mm -hmm. Because some people be ready to fight you when you tell them that they kids. Mm -hmm. they, and that's the that's the issue in the our communities. Mm -hmm. Us, we don't want to deal with that issue. We're embarrassed about things that our kids are going through. But a lot of times, it, the parents don't want to deal with their issues. Mm -hmm. so Or they don't know how to help their child. And so that turns into, it looks like depression. It looks like, you know, alcoholism. It looks like, you know, now I'm on drugs. That's what, that's what it looks like. Because, again, we're masking 
the issue instead of dealing with the issue we put a band-aid over it mm. we walk around all our life with that band-aid mm -hmm. and, band and it wasn't until it, it isn't until someone pulls the scab mm -hmm. and call you out on some of the things mm -hmm. that you have masked or hidden you mm. know so these are the types of things conversations that need to happen. Mm -hmm. You know what? What? What are you dealing with? Why are you like a, a individual who is abusive? Mm -hmm. More mm -hmm. than likely was abused. Mm. Exactly, hurt people, hurt people. So until we start, you know, we wait until people hit rock, rock bottom, and then they want to come in mm -hmm. and get saved. But all of that, what they was, it's still there. And and that and that's <laughs> that's the piece because I, I've witnessed so many saved people have put so much stuff but in their closet, and it's like, bruh, that's not healthy. No. Because you're not dealing. And I think a lot of times with once again with with a lot of believers, we try to hide behind prayer when we need to be working some things out yes. through our faith in God, right? Did you have anything over here to my left? You had anything? No, no input. No. I I know what helped me was because I you know the, you know the counselor has to go through counseling as a, as well, right? Right, right. So I put everything like the things that I was going through because I was like in my mind I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna write a book with the issues that I've gone through, mm -hmm. and I say everybody has their story. Everybody has their story. So what I would do is I would be practicing. And I'll put whatever I was going through on Facebook because I live a transparent life. Right, right. Come on. I don't have anything to hide. My again, my story is my story. Mm -hmm. So when I when you don't deal with the issues mm -hmm. and you hide behind, am I pretty? Come on. She's just so cute. That's not cute. Mm -hmm. That's ugly because I'm I'm living a life. Yeah, because you're actually bringing all of that into a relationship. Exactly. And so it's if you <laughs> if you dealing with that and you bring that into a relationship where a young man uh comes from an abusive background and put it together. You see what I'm saying? That's a whole <laughs> train wreck. And the train wreck stems from you masking things, trying to hide behind your um your your physical. And I love the word because the word of God says that um beauty is vain. Yeah, beauty is vain. You know, none of that stuff means anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have something? I do. Uh, um, uh, my nephew, he was saying a few weeks ago that I thought he was still with my nephew. Mm -hmm. Well. I thought he was in a relationship. He said, no, uh, and Sheila, I'm not in a relationship. He said, and I don't, I'm, I'm not just going to be easy to get into another relationship. Mm -hmm. He said, because what I'm not going to deal with no more is a hurt woman. Mm. And a woman that's not, has not been healed. He said, because in dealing with her, I can't heal you. Mm -hmm. I can't fix you. And if she's not fit, she's not healed, I'm not being bothered. Yeah. He said, because that's what I've been having to deal with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To where now I don't even want to do a relationship right now. I'm just going to get me together. And she also, once you get fixed and get healed, make sure you have your life together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. So I'm saying, when I heard that, I shared that. I can't remember with who I say. That's how they are thinking about. Is that us. millennial? That's no, he. I, I mean, no, he's younger than I am. Mm -hmm. But no, he's not the millennial. He's not. He's like in his late. He's in his late thirties, maybe somewhere in there. But he said that's not what he's gonna deal with. Hey, for being hurt, because I can't heal you, mm -hmm. and that can go both ways. Mm -hmm. The buzzword now is toxic. Toxic, right? Mm -hmm. So I was. Just so madly in love mm -hmm. in the ninth, tenth grade. In the ninth, we don't know nothing about love, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and we fought all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and, it, and it wasn't until I got older, I, I you know, I had my daughter at a, at a young age, thinking that you know, oh, it's forever, it's forever. Mm -hmm. And no, you, we have 
so many things that we need to learn to develop into a healthy, whole, mature, mature mm-hmm. adult, mm-hmm. right? So when 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 uh, Pastor Bello is saying the young man was like, I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I was married for twenty years, mm-hmm. twenty years, but my foundation was the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So I dealt with my issues. Yeah. When yeah. I was going to uh, when I was in college, um, I would go to, go to class crying, and my friend would patch me up every Saturday. You know, just just trying to work through mm-hmm. because, like I said, the counselor also needs to go through those processes. Mm-hmm. And I did that. Yeah. And so yeah. I had to face. I had to go, and I was fine. I'm like, well, something must be wrong because I. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. But then again, I'm still learning about the Word yeah. of God. So if you have that foundation, yeah, that's it already, and you leaning on God, mm-hmm. you can go through that thing. And that's that's absolutely true because I remember when I um when I first got saved for real, you know, what for, I'm real, for real, for real, about for the real, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was 22, and I was so 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 determined that that God can do anything right i have what we call that retarded crazy stupid faith right <laughs> and and i believe that god can do anything and that's my belief to this day mm-hmm. but as 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 i as i anchored down in that particular belief system mm-hmm. you know um the spirit of the law began to show me son i can do yes. any and everything but he says son it's a process to how i do things and so what he began to show me uh through the word through the written word is this here I've prescribed this and I've prescribed that. I've ordained this. I've set people in play. Like, because, like you said, even the counselor has to have a counselor. Even the pastor has to have a shepherd. Yes. And so, what God began to show me is this here. He says that you have to work through those issues that you are man. And so, I found myself, you know, and, 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 and many people would consider this to be a, a mental state, a mental condition, because I found myself fighting against things, bruh that 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 i'm like i I just absolutely refuse to do x y and z Mm -hmm. but then when i really begin to pray on i'm like god why am i fighting so hard against this and he began to play the tape he said jay look at it because your father didn't deal with it your mother didn't deal with it they didn't they didn't deal with it they they hey they they got around it but it wasn't never dealt with by doing what? What did that? What did you see? I, I I had to address it, and so 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 like I say, mom and dad they 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 went around it, and got to the other side. Mm-hmm. But but God told me He say somebody has to wear or carry the burden to destroy it. So this one won't get hit with it. So those won't get hit with it. So they won't have to fight it. And so what happens is once somebody grabbed the reins. And say okay it's like a blessing and a burden at the same time because a lot of and like dealing with the mental health piece a lot of our families they didn't deal with it they got around it but they didn't destroy it what they say what goes on in this house stays Stays in in this house house. don't talk about it come on they ain't got nothing to do with them down the street right right come on come on so i'm gonna say something that may sound a little bit off uh-uh. Luke was known as what? Great physician. Great physician. Mm-hmm. So in other words, the people that was in them time understood that everything was not spiritual. Come on. So they had physicians. Even though yeah. they had the issue yeah, of the medical. Yeah. Went to all the doctors and mm-hmm. all the things trying to get stuff fixed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, me, I'm crazy. I say that God, if you can't help man can handle it, I know you can. Yeah. You didn't set man in place and you didn't gave man authority over some stuff and you didn't gave them some, how to deal with some stuff. And some stuff I just go and deal with with the doctors and some stuff I take straight to God. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, ain't no sense in being crazy. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's like this here too because like even with prescriptions, you know, I'm not anti-medication. Uh, some medications are needed, as you stated. Yeah, if but it's a medical condition. You have to know you as well because sometimes the doctors, man, they give you a, a strong dosage that you really can't handle. And you have to know, like, look here, you said take 500 milligrams of this hill, but 500 milligrams of this hill have me tripping. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cut it in half 
and take 250. That's being smart. And, and and see how that works for me, you know? And so so in this last in this last portion because I believe I believe that we've covered a lot uh dealing with it with the identifying factors, understanding that it stems from a spiritual state, but we can't we can't fight over that. We have to grab a person Those where are they are. Is yep. exactly, and we have to grab a person right where they are. Mm-hmm. We have to know and understand that 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 somebody has to be spiritually grounded mm-hmm. in the family. Yeah. To see what's going on. And I ain't talking about Aunt Ruth who's just oh so super holy, holy, holy that you can't even have a conversation yeah. with her. I'm talking about somebody like 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 Big Mama, somebody like 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 your grandma that's gonna say, Hey, look, man, this is what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And I know it's going on with you because I saw it going on with your mom. That's the root. Come on. That's the root. Nobody wants to deal with the root. And I for me, I I stopped my own mm-hmm. because I could have very well been bitter, mm-hmm. angry, mm-hmm. depressed, suicidal. It's a lot of people walking around with suicidal tendencies. Yeah. Because they don't want to deal with the fact that Uncle Bobo did something to them when they was five. Mm-hmm. And, and now they have issues. Then we have individuals who, like men, who were touched mm-hmm. and, and violated in their young age and, and never dealt with that. Right, so right. So now we have people who are trying to find their identity. Mm-hmm. We have now, in today's time, we have young people experimenting on each other. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've seen it. But in the books, they tell you, okay, this is part of their developmental stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really. But we don't, you know, we don't want to deal with that. We don't want to sit down and have a round table with these kids because that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. They call back in the day. They call it mannish, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mormonish. Yeah, what? smelling yourself. You know, smelling yourself. They call them all those terms, but mm-hmm. in reality, remember these kids—they're different now. They deal with their experiment. They, you know, they think all this social media and stuff is real, mm-hmm. and it isn't real. It's not. They hooking up. They 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 watching stuff. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They touching on each other. That's real. And and, and, and and it's crazy because now we are at a place to where we really have to come up with an unresolved uh, as to how to combat these things. Because mm-hmm. one, we are actually engaged in both parts of the fight. We're engaged in the natural part as and well as the spiritual part. Yeah. And so many of us, we don't have a spiritual foundation. And this is why we don't know how to fight. In the exactly. natural realm, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Because see, like there, it's a huge difference between a boxer and a fighter. You see, the boxer has technique, has skill, has more discipline than a fighter. A fighter sees one thing: knock you out, kill you, headshot. But a boxer, you have to learn how to counter and how to bob and how to weave and all these other things. But the fighter just goes in and he just starts swinging without any. Pretty much no technique, you know. It's just brute strength. No skill. And so this is why a lot of the youth, they actually resist us because we have no technique. We have no skill. We have no relatability with the youth, you know, because we are not allowing the spirit because of a lack of our spiritual foundation. We are not allowing the spirit to lead and guide us. But then also, I don't want to say that that you standing still talking about I'm waiting on the spirit to lead me without you implementing any move to learn some technique. So that means I have to know what they listening to. Yeah, man, it'd be a whole bunch of conversation. They get talking about some type of one, one artist or whatever. Then, hey, I can engage because I've heard that artist, you know, because I can't tell you that he's not saying nothing if I've never listened to him. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, come on. Hey, you know, when she brought up, she brought up social media, uh-uh. One thing that social media has done, it has distorted um, the child's reality. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's distorted their reality. I had got on one of my friends, he had a five or six year old son, and every time I went to his son, went over there to see him, his son was on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And he only, I'd be over there for five hours, the child on Fortnite. <laughs> five hours. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, you can't, you can't do that. He's going to grow up and he's going to start shooting. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's what he reality. knows. Mm-hmm. False reality. And so, and a lot of times I hear these people talk that's been doing all the shooting. They call people ops. Mm-hmm. They talk the game, mm-hmm. the game, 
the, the games that they play, mm-hmm. that's the terminology that they use. In that's the my and ops. people are not people. Because mm-hmm. you know the, the, the whole reality and perception of reality has been distorted. It's, it's distorted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is killed. Kill. That's mental. That's mental. Come on. Yeah, also, too, you know, one of the things that we really don't never talk about too in school is the bullying. Mm-hmm. Because the bullying not only goes in school, but the household, it goes on the internet. Mm-hmm. And so when you have all this here mentally, that child don't know what to do because this child is reaching out saying, "Hey, I need some help. This person is messing with me." And we push things to the side, and before you know it, that child only reacts to what's going to be able to save him or save her. Mm-hmm. So they go into a mindset, well, I'm going to have to take this person off because I'm tired. So yep. what they do, they don't let all this stuff ball up on them mm-hmm. without nobody addressing the situation mm-hmm. on the bullying. And before you know it, now you got a, you know, a chaos uh, mm-hmm. with this child coming to the class, shooting certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, in yeah. in retaliation we to deal with their yeah, ops, they're out of fear, and you know, like we said, hurt people, hurt people. So a lot of the bullies are dealing with their own issue. Big facts. And so when they're when they're not dealing with their issue, they see a weaker vessel, mm-hmm. and so then that's why we have that, yeah, that in our in our school and in our society because kid bullies grow up to be adult bullies, mm-hmm. and guess what? The adult bullies become our bosses and you know people that we have to deal with you know <laughs> and on a serious note man adult bullies end up getting shot a lot of times man but seriously though we we have to let the youth know uh look bro it's not okay because like like when i grew up man and we get we getting ready to close um we have approximately four minutes um when i grew up man we just didn't tolerate being bullied bro <laughs> You feel me? Well, we we gonna we, we gonna fight to the death. I, I I'm the oldest of eleven children, you yeah. know. And hey, bro, we did not tolerate being bullied. If you 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 not gonna bully me, now? either you gonna go and beat me up or I'm gonna beat you up. And depending on how I feel the next day, you might have to fight me again. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't. But now so much is it's hidden. You know what I'm saying? And I, those are some of the things that I ne- I never really understood because uh we we came up fighting. Period. We came up fighting, Knock bro. Knock it off. We 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 we, 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 we come, come, come 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 out this come out come 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 in my come, come, come in my squad. You feel me? Um, but but as we close, as we close, guys, man, I pray that this really uh has blessed somebody, you know, because I want I want the audience to know and understand that mental health issues are real, and we have to have strategy we have to have skill we have to be developing spiritually to understand how to deal naturally because guess what the more i develop spiritually the more i see that reality isn't really reality it's just a phase or temporary state that i have to adapt in to get to the next point in life if that made sense but we have to get the spiritual foundation and so let's talk as we get ready to close dr joiner let's talk about relief 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 from our mental mental issues because you know man i don't know what was going on in my mind i knew what was going on in my mind i had lost a sibling at a bit he was very young he was 19 months when when we lost my sibling and so that at that particular time that's how i on got to smoking uh embalming fluid you know what i'm saying trying to deal with my emotions you know what i'm saying i didn't know how to deal with my emotions and so now now get this here not only that is like i didn't know how to deal trying to grieve i didn't know how to deal with losing my brother uh and then the music that i was listening to you know on all these things played a factor and it was just so much and so like in my mind and for me at that time it's like i need an escape so i get it people venture out but by the grace of god he came and he got me he didn't leave me there you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and the crazy part about it i didn't want to remain there you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i remained there longer than i, I believe i should have because i held myself hostage in it but let's talk about relief relief because now people say man hey i can go get me a zip and i'm talking about i can chill out you know what I'm saying? I can go get me some 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 drink or whatever and I can fall back and I can just relax and I can be at ease and stuff like that. But what are some of the other forms of relief? Relief. And for me, my relief came from the word. Mm-hmm. The word. And not just the word, 
the, my relief didn't just come from the word. My relief came from understanding come on. what this word was saying. Because I can read it all day long yeah. and have not a, a, an, an understanding. But when he began to allow me to understand, man, look, I just got excited and all in myself. <laughs> because yeah. I remember when I began to understand. And so how do we get the young people, you know, to this particular point? What I, because a lot of people, I, I'm not I'm not a religious person at all, but I can tell you what worked for me. Mm -hmm. And this word worked for me. Mm -hmm. And then the more I got in it, hey, man, it was a whole bunch of days I was in it and didn't understand nothing. <laughs> but I stayed in it. I stayed in it. And man, he began to speak, and I began to hear him. Mm -hmm. So let, let's talk about some relief. Uh, we we we're a few minutes in uh, over, but let, let let's talk about some relief. Well, uh, re relief comes from um, first of all finding the outlet. Okay. Learning how to cope. Come on, come and on. And then um, being active. Come on. Before you even get to this. Come on, come on. Before you get to this. Hold on, Doctor Joe, and I gotta get um, my notes together. Individuals that. You know, you have to learn to trust people before okay. you even get to that. It's all about relationships. Mm -hmm. So if you can deal with someone, you know, I'm big on mentorship, mm -hmm. you know. And so if you can get you a, a good, solid mentor, somebody that can help you help you uh, navigate through, mm -hmm. through some of the things that you're going through, mm -hmm. that's a big help. Mentorship. But... In order to get to this, you have to have that teacher, mm -hmm. that someone mentor. who is pouring into you. This, absolutely. And it may not be in the form of my wife. Tell me all the time. She say, "I have spiritual conversations without the other individual knowing I'm spiritual." Come on. That skill, that strategy, come on. Come on. and she tell me all the time. She say because what I'm telling them is the word. It's the word. But you they just... don't know it's the word. <laughs> The okay. golden rule. When we say golden rule, that's just simply what? Come on. Treat people the way How you, you want to be treated. treated. Mentorship. That That is a good piece. <laughs> Guys, you've been tuned in to the TKHS, the Kingdom Hour Show. Uh, we sincerely appreciate you guys. Uh, Dr. Jonah, we thank you. For thank your you for, for your wisdom, me. your your insight, your input. We thank you for your hard work because I know to obtain the the vault of wealth <laughs> that you have knowledgeably, it didn't come overnight. It, it's been years of accumulation yeah. uh, mixed <laughs> with the desire and the drive to go and get it, the um the strength and and the ability to remain, um, to to get the deposits, you know. So many times we run off, we have cocked with it, you know what I'm saying? And we don't really get what we need. But hey, mental mental issues, they are real in our community. And we as a people, in order to change the community, we have to become the change that we're looking for. But we have to also be compassionate with the next person. Just because you don't deal with depression, don't mean that they're not dealing with depression. Right. You can't just say, oh, are you tripping? Or because you don't deal with schizophrenia, you can't say they they not schizo no or schizophrenic. Just because you don't deal with paranoia, you can't say that. You, you don't know what a person is dealing with. Because, mm -hmm. hey, it's a lot of bad dope out here. Be frank. And like right now, people mixing anything, man. People mixing anything Daddy. to get high. You know what I'm saying? To escape, get to another to place. Escape. And yeah, to escape. And and hey, I'm not I'm not trying to shoot or cram the word, the Bible down your throat, but I'm telling you, bro, this is a great escape. No lie. This is a great escape. You know what I'm saying? The word prescribes medication and the spirit prescribes the word. I want to leave you guys with this here. A lot of believers find relief from mental distress in the scriptures. Uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Spiritual healing requires spiritual remedies. Come on. You know what I'm saying? We can't ignore the spiritual dimension of healing. We can't ignore that. You know what I'm saying? The word of God say, meditate on my word day, day and, and night. night. Then you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers, producing fruit in now. its season. So if you need uh, the fruit of healing in a particular season, that will be produced if you meditate on the word but like you said it, you, you you have to have a mentor mm -hmm. you and you have to be willing to submit yes and you learn to, and be open yeah to it. 
have an open mind. Come on. And 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 that's the piece. So I pray that you guys bless. You've been tuned in once again to the TKHS, where we are focusing on bringing our natural and spiritual balance to life. Our guest this evening has been Dr. Joyner. Go ahead with the closing remarks, Dr. Joyner. If you could tell the people anything in regards to mental health and uh, spiritual healing, what would that be? Um, face it head on. Uh, deal with, with whatever it is that's troubling you. Deal with that. I mean, go deep down. I mean, we have history and, you know, we talked about generational curses. You might be doing something that your great-grandmother did mm. and you don't even know it. Come on. It's generational. Come on. And so if you see it, a lot of people talk about protecting their peace. You know, at this time, anything that's negative that's coming towards you that's going to cause you to act out of character, mm. then that's you deal with that. Right? Right. So you can't be afraid of saying no. I'm not, no, I'm not letting that enter into what I have going on because it affects your mental. Right, 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 right. And it's, that's what you don't want. Protect that. And so, yeah, absolutely pray, meditate, um, get you some exercise in. Mm -hmm. You know, some people do uh, go shopping. Yeah. You know, do mm -hmm. things that make you happy, that put you in a different state of mind. Come on here. Opposed to staying in that mad, disgruntled, you know, because me, I'm a naturally happy person. <laughs> I have joy. Come on here. Within, but it's within. I have joy within. I mean, I can tell you my story. She has a story. You have a story mm -hmm. and everything. But why are we going to swap sad stories? Come on. You know, yeah. get out. And it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, with, mm -hmm. ooh, your story. Oh my God. You survived. Yes, I survived. I survived. Come on, foundation. And you can too. That's it. So, you know, just be encouraged. Yeah, read your Bible, but also do some other things in the natural to help you. If you need to drink some calm, some chamomile tea, drink you some chamomile tea. It makes you go to sleep. It relaxes you. You know, whatever your thing is, find your thing that takes you out of that sadness, that depression where you just get so angry. Somebody look at you, you mad. It's something deeply rooted that you didn't get. You're mm -hmm. angry about something, so let's find out what that something is. Hmm. That's it. So. On that note, y'all, we are going to call it a night. Find out what, what's, what's troubling you. What, find out what the root is. Find out what the something is that keeps you upset. Y'all, once again, you've been tuned in to the TKHS. We thank you. We bless you. And good night. Good night. Amen. Amen.